Good morning. Ron, does that mean football is back? I think football is back. Ooh, let's good, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on? I see y'all in the chat early. And Travis, chill out. We, we ain't late. We just making sure everything is perfect. But yeah, man, we in here. It's 8 a.m. Good morning, Daryl. Good morning, Sue. <laughs> Good morning, Craig. You was the first one in here. First, first question of the day. All right, I got I got my drink in here. That'll be the mystery. If somebody can guess which drink I have, Ron will do something crazy. But let me let me know what y'all drinking this morning. What's in your cup? I think uh, Q was telling me before the show he was sipping a little Texas oil. That's lean to start the morning, right? Yeah, straight gin. Oh, man. He sued the wobbler good last night. That's, that, that's what's up. So today on the show, first of all, probably going to get some overreactions from Ron just, just from that clip necessarily. But we want to talk mostly defense. We got a little bit of a quarterback battle. So we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that. But mostly defense, um, Jihad Carter turning some heads. So we got to talk about that. Um, Hancock and Burke on the outside. Um, obviously talked about the DBs have been better than advertised. Wide receivers look crazy. Zim Mahalski getting, getting, getting some burn on the O-line. So we're going to touch on that. Defensive line looking good. Linebackers are solid. And the running backs are deep. So that's on the show us today. Good morning, Ron. What's going on with you? Nothing much. I just want to say a prayer for our guy, Cam H., who's drinking Mountain Dew at 8.04 in the morning. <laughs> I know my guy is about to have a day ahead of him with all that sugar this morning. So shout out to him. But I'm doing well. And like Sue said, football is back. We had highlights from Ohio State first day of camp. We saw Dewan Jones and Luke Weipler out there last night for the Browns. Football is here, and I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I can't wait. Camp looks exciting. It's good to see those guys in uniforms running around doing what they do. And, and your boy was showing out on the clip. That's what I'm saying. I, I saw that clip and I was like, oh, that has to go in the show. Because just last week on Buckeye BS, I, I feel like I'm always the downer raining on the parade of all the Kai Stokes stands. And don't get me wrong. I think that kid is going to be a baller. But I am driving. The Malik Hartford trade. Like, this kid is going to be a stud at Ohio State. And you see it in the first day of camp. He has a pick six in the clip. So I'm just excited for Malik Hartford. I want to give a big shout out to him because I think he and the rest of the Ohio guys in the secondary are going to be part of bringing BIA back. Yeah, man, 100%. I'm excited for these young guys, and I want to see him and Kai Stokes and all, all the young guys really show out because it, it's their time. It's time to make a move for them. It's time to really show out you're here. And, like, it's their first opportunity, man, so I'm excited for them. So let's start. So we got it on the um, nose. Let's start, start with the quarterback battle a little bit. 
anything changed from your first day? We talked about it yesterday, so it won't drag on too long. But Yeah, it's over. I saw a picture. Menace tweeted it out. Kyle McCord was standing at the front of the line. What are we talking about? It's over. Kyle McCord starting quarterback. There you go. That's all you need to know. So that, that's your report. For Who the- needs a credential <laughs> when they post the pictures? Yeah, I don't need to be at practice. I've I, I seen who the quarterback was. Kyle first in line. Kyle first on the depth chart. Is that not how it goes? Am I overreacting? No, traditionally how it goes. So we we, we got our answer. If you answered Kyle yesterday, you were already right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, man. So I do want to talk about is we got to talk about our guy, Jahad Carter. I mentioned him yesterday, and I have talked about him on the offseason. I was like, well, our safety room is pretty deep. We got guys coming back. Why are we bringing Jahad Carter in? Unless he's going to start. And where does he fit? Well, we got our answer. They run the ones yesterday. Jahad Carter runs out there at free safety. Now, I want to say personally, this hurts my heart. Josh Proctor will be back. He's not done yet. This is a long-going battle. Just like I honestly quarter- don't think he'll be back. I think he's out of <laughs> eligibility after this year. But okay, if you say so. Coaching back battle. This will go on well at camp. So let's not, let's not get crazy. But... Let's do talk Jahad Carter. So are you surprised he's up running with the ones? What's your instant reaction to that? And also, chat, let me know. Um, I'm surprised that not only am I surprised of him running at, with the ones, I'm surprised with him running at free safety. I mean, I thought the understanding was that he was coming in to play nickel, but we see him at free safety. And then we had a surprise at nickel with Sonny Styles. I know we're going to touch on that later, but I feel like the Jahad Carter at free safety really surprised me because it makes me question what's going on with the older guys that we saw last year or didn't see last year. So Josh Proctor, we saw him miss a tackle early in the Notre Dame game. He was in the doghouse the rest of the year. I mean, four years ago, they were telling us as a true freshman, he was pushing Jordan Fuller for time. And now a, a transfer safety from Syracuse is coming in and burying him on the depth chart. So I don't know, is this a, a statement to the older guys that have been here? Step it up if you want to play. Or is that like, hey, the best they're going to play and you're going to have to sit. So I'm just really um, curious how this affects the older guys. And what's that mean for a guy like Cam Martinez or a guy like Josh Proctor, who we've seen play already. And uh, I mean, we're seeing a lot of new faces in this too deep and especially uh, in the starters. Yeah. And actually I want to ask the chat to give me your starting secondary. I don't think we asked you that yesterday. So just give me your sample starting secondary, who you would start all five positions and let us know. But piggybacking off what you said, Ron, um, I do think this is a big signal to the guys. Obviously camp just started. We got a million practices to go. So nothing set in stone until we get a couple weeks in the camp and they really got to prep for game time, but it's a signal like, Hey, if you want to come out, you make plays. And and Jim knows also talked about using two different fields to get guys both more reps. So it's not like we're all in one field. Everybody's got to wait behind. It's like, I'm not going to get a lot of reps to show what I can do. Guys are going to get that opportunity. So nothing set in stone yet, but Jaha Carter, I was actually just watching his highlights last night at Syracuse, short tackler, plays the ball well. I mean, it does seem like a pretty good fit and they brought him in for a reason. So I'm excited to see what he can do and if he can hold that spot. And if he can hold that spot, that means they made the right decisions and we got us one. So most definitely there. So we got him. Lathan Ransom starting next to next to him. Do you like that pair right there? Yeah. Lathan played way too well last year to t- 
take him off the field. Um, I know, you know what I mean? You see him a lot in the highlights from the Teton game, not looking great, but I feel like we did uh, Lathan no favors last year by asking him to do things that uh, he's not great at. I mean, in Georgia, we had him covering slots. Um, so I just think with him playing in position for the full year and having a better supporting cast around him, I hope that uh, we're tackling guys a lot sooner before Lathan Ransom has to be chasing him down in the secondary and we don't see him, you know, missing tackles on 76 yard runs next year. So um, I think he's where he needs to be. And I know a lot of people wanted to see Sonny on the field and a lot of people thought that Lathan would have to move. But I mean, I feel like with the experience he had back there, that's unrealistic. So, I mean, that's how we arrive at the situation where we have this odd situation where Sonny Styles, our 6'4", 220-pound safety, is playing nickel. Yeah, it, it, it's very weird. And um, so I, I want to say, like, I don't know about, about how this is shaping up. So I do like Josh Carter at free safety. I think that's a good spot for him or Josh Proctor when he comes back. He's stepping up a little bit. But Lathan Ransom playing his position from last year, playing that strong safety, and Sonny Styles to nickel? I mean, maybe there's some I don't know. But I go into reading body types. Reading oh, there's a lot that you don't know because you're just an online coach. Maybe, hold on, hold on. You're just maybe. an online coach. Maybe there's some. I don't know. Don't disrespect me like that. It's way too early. But um, I don't know. It's it's a weird fit. Like I have to see. It. Obviously, if it's a bigger lineup and you're bringing in tight ends and Sunny Styles on the tight end, I'm cool with that. But in the regular rotation, I'm like, huh? Like put him in strong safety. Let him hit the box. Let him hit people. That's that's what I'm about. So I'm interested to see how this looks. But that's not necessarily the way I would have fitted in in my expert opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, Zach and Chris hit on, hit on it on the show yesterday. They talked about, I mean, he's probably one of your freakiest athletes on the defense, and you're playing him out of position. And, I mean, you know, we have the K.J. Bolden uh, commitment tomorrow. Tap in with us live here for an instant reaction. But, I mean, our team's negatively recruiting Ohio State when it comes to safeties. Look at this guy, Sonny Styles, best safety in this class, ranked higher than Caleb Downs coming in. And they don't know where to play him. He's playing nickel. I guarantee every school that he talked to during his recruitment, no one mentioned nickel. So it's just like our team's negatively recruiting against us when, you know, we have C.J. Hicks who, I mean, that's something that we're about to get into next. But you have C.J. Hicks who can't get on the field. You have Sonny Styles where they don't know where to play him. What is the incentive of these kids to come to Ohio State and play defense? I mean, we see the struggles that we're having uh, recruiting on the defensive side of the ball. I'm just wondering with all of these uncertainties uh, as far as where people are playing, how much playing time they're going to get, what is the incentive for a five-star to come to Ohio State when you know we're seeing true freshmen get on the field for Georgia while they're winning back-to-back national championships, and then we have five-stars in Columbus that can't get on the field to lose to Georgia? Yeah, it's interesting because it doesn't seem that hard to fit Sonny Styles. His strong safety, he's been a strong safety. He almost damn near a linebacker with his size and athleticism. So it doesn't seem that hard. But like again, like I said, maybe they know some I don't. But I'm going to read some of these um, lineups that people had for the secondary. And don't forget, like the video, share it. We in here early. So go ahead and get that vibe in. Let's see. So Travis says Burke, Hancock, Iggy, Lathan, and Sonny. That's, that's where I would lean. Melo says, my starting secondary 
Burke, Hancock, Igmanosin, Jihad, and Latham or, or Jihad or Latham and Sonny. So definitely Sonny's getting the, the votes here. And then Craig says Burke, Hancock, Sonny. Oh, I was about to say, that's like, you got like five people. Burke, Hancock, Sonny, Iggy, and Latham. All right. So basically, we're, we're mostly thinking the same thing here with the secondary. And obviously, like, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Nothing set us down. It's just the first day at camp, but we'll see what's going on with that. So after that, do want to talk now. This this nickel position a little bit. Igbenosin, is he going to hold down that spot? Because we're starting to get different stuff here, but he was listed as safety. That's where we projected yesterday. Coming off the camp news yesterday, is that what you think he'll be? That's the next confusing part. I mean, we hear all these great things. If one transfer is going to play, it's going to be Igbenosa. Um, we know that we uh, had issues at corner last year. We had issues at the nickel spot. So we have Sonny here playing nickel. What does that mean for Iggy? Like, is are they going to split time? Is he going to be competing at outside corner during camp? What's that mean for Jordan Hancock? It's a lot of confusion, and I don't know. Maybe they did. I mean, they're not in pads yet, so maybe they're just throwing things out there. We know that we have people at camp. They don't want to let go of the goods. They want to rile the whole fan base up. I mean, there was a little tiff on Twitter yesterday about a sideline coaches thinking that we know more than the coaches out there. But, I mean, there's another coach. I'm not sure if you guys know this used to work for Ohio State, was an actual coach, and questioned all the things that we questioned on the timeline yesterday. If you watched Menace, Zach was just as perplexed about Sonny playing nickel as everyone else on the timeline. So at some point, someone and their sister need to acknowledge that maybe something weird is going on out there. What? what you didn't have to say someone and their sister. <laughs> oh, too far? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Sorry, I thought go my ahead. connection cut off. There. Go, go ahead. No, that's all I really had to say. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, definitely got some questions for uh, <laughs> for what we're doing. I don't know, man. Maybe they're confusing Notre Dame, like like EV said. Maybe it's a smoke screen. But look, Maybe even if it is a smoke screen, we're player. fucking right then because if he changes <laughs> to what we said, we're not sideline coaches. We know exactly what should be done. So you can get all cute while the media and the fans are there. But at the end of the day, if it goes back to being what we said and they start playing people at the right positions, are we sideline coaches or just have fucking common sense and watch our team? Yeah, I, I would go to ladder. But, but yeah, let, let's let me get that figured out. So CJ Hicks talked about him playing all over the place. A guy we had a lot of questions about yesterday. And we got the room. Uh, we got the reports back, and the reports scare me a little bit that the the linebacker room is solid because that sounds like same old shit. So <laughs> that scares me a little bit. But CJ Hicks, obviously playing linebacker, playing the Jack. Does it seem like he's gonna actually make that step up this season? No. Did Jack Sawyer make that step up last season when we had him splitting roles? I know Jim Knowles comment said yesterday CJ's more a fit. I mean, if you ever see that graphic of what Jim Knowles looks for at the Leo or Jack position, it wasn't what Jack Sawyer was last year. And it does mirror more of what CJ Hicks does. But again, no Jack during the uh, spring. He said yesterday they still haven't installed that. So I guess CJ's primarily repping at linebacker. But I mean, again, this is just another situation of a five star on the roster that I feel that we're dicking around like. 
play here, play there, change this position, split time there. If we don't just take our five stars and figure out how to get them on the field in the best possible way, it doesn't make any sense. This constant, like, uh, it, like we're cr- you know, the only person that we were able to cross train and get on the field quickly is fucking Cam Martinez. And I'm sorry <laughs> to hammer again on this kid, but we have five stars at safety and linebacker that we can't figure out how to get on the field, but we were able to figure out how to get two converted running backs on the field at linebacker and chip train them and uh, steel uh, chambers. Paper. Jesus Christ. Um, steel chambers on the field quickly, but we're taking forever to get five-star CJ Hicks on the field. We're able to get Cam Martinez who played quarterback in high school All was space. playing nickel safety in the, uh, in the game. But we can't get Sonny on the field. We don't know how to play these guys. It doesn't make any sense to me that we're able to find a way to convert route. I mean, Kate Stover played more more reps at linebacker as a starting tight end on our team last year or two years ago in the fucking Rose Bowl than uh, CJ Hicks had last year. So it's just so perplexing to me that we are able to get some of these guys reps. I mean, we were able to get Kate Stover reps at... uh, at linebacker in the Rose Bowl. We're able to get Cam Martinez reps at nickel during the game. Steel Chambers is able to completely change positions. Chip Trainum's changed positions four times, but we can't find a way to play the five stars. This has to be a negative recruiting aspect against the Buckeyes out on the trail right now. No? Yeah. I mean, we're st- we, we, don't have sa- we don't have a top 100 linebacker sign. Don't have a top 100 safety sign. But we have two five stars sitting on the bench coincidence maybe but what do i know i'm not a fucking coach oh that is true and nor putting them at the same position <laughs> it's like it's like let's spread our freaks out let's not all have them Shit, i i'm waiting to hear camp news today cj hicks is trying to try his luck at nickel <laughs> we can have three five stars i mean if we're experimenting we need to try some of these niggas out a kicker after what we saw last year <laughs> jesus um oh, but yeah, I'm 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 hoping CJ Higgs just plays linebacker, gets reps. But this, see, the thing is, this running back ruin. I mean, not running back, this linebacker ruin. They say it's it looks solid. It just it's like it sounds the same thing. Like I want to hear it's looking freaky. It's looking athletic. Guys are flying around. Like even even if Tommy Eichenberg is still chain for start again, I don't want to hear they look solid. I want to hear they've leveled up from last season and validate why they're back in the rotation. And that room has made a jump. I don't want to hear they look solid. So that scares me a little bit. I mean, but, but oh, Tommy ahead. was looking a little different out there. Are you going to talk about it? <laughs> Bro, you had a four-second clip of him going under a little thing. That's what I'm saying. You see how fast he's moving? You see that new mustache? Yeah, how do I know they didn't? Did you see the mustache? <laughs> Comment how do I on know it. they didn't fast forward the video when he went under going no, over? No, the they pack. had to slow it down. They didn't even know wow. that Tommy was in that clip. He was moving so fast. If you watch the video back, you know, some of us experienced editors, you could tell they had to slow the film down because he was moving at lightning speed. Damn, man. That's too funny. Yeah, I gotta put this up here. Jim Knowles, the mad scientist, he claims. I don't know. Is it are we at the point where Jim Knowles is going mad with power? Like the super villains in the, in, the, in the movies, you get them and they're like, okay, okay, I see what they're doing. And, and then eventually you're like, okay, no, this, this dude just crazy. <laughs> like, I was with you in the beginning, but you just called it a little too far. It's too early to overreact, even though the name of the show is Day One Overreaction. So that's exactly what you're going to get. 
So once we put on pads and we start getting more concrete reports out of camp, I feel like we'll jump off of Jim Knowles. But like we had so many questions coming in from the offseason, so many different things that we wanted to see from this defense, changes that we wanted to see. And I don't know if we're off to a bad start, but we're off to a weird one. You know what I mean? So I, I'm interested to see how this goes. I'm going to reserve my criticism after today. I'm going to tone down, you know, the rhetoric around Jim Knowles because who knows? I'm. It, it's just crazy how much the tides have turned because most of last year I was in the spaces calling him him Knowles, and now we're all villains because we pointed out that our defense collapsed in two of the biggest games. I want the return of him Knowles. Don't get me wrong. And I think that it's possible, but I'm on his ass until I see it. Well, you know, what's going to make it officially possible. He made a move that I did agree with court Williams, the linebacker, maybe two linebacker years coach. too late, but court Williams is in the room to save it. So we're going to slide around. I wish Court Williams nothing but the best, but I i mean, we've seen the issues that Julian Fleming has had with his so- shoulder. I know they reported yesterday that Court Williams has had three surgeries on both shoulders, well, three surgeries total, both shoulders operated on since the Michigan State game. I don't know how much that is going to impact him and how fast he could recover, but I don't know about hitting and taking on blocks with two surgically repaired shoulders a year later. So I wish nothing but the best for Captain Buckeye, and I think he should have been playing linebacker from the start. I mean, everybody loved his performance in the um, in the Rose Bowl, but, I mean, there was a couple times I saw him in coverage, and I was like, safety? I don't know about that. Yeah. Hey, well, maybe he got that RoboCop surgery, and he's going to be in there throwing heads around, you know what I'm saying, looking bionic. So we can hope hot- – hydraulic labrums (laughs) (laughs) oh man so yeah so a couple quick notes from camp um the wide receivers were looking like super aliens is that surprise no surprise think about the wide receiver group um i'm not surprised i mean we're wide receiver you i mean that's exactly what we expect uh to see out of them the one name that i was surprised to see was Kojo Antwi. I mean, I've been super critical of the 2022 wide receiver recruiting class. And I mean, I don't, I don't know where he fits in next year, but I mean, there's going to be two, three positions open next year. Once, uh, Mech Marv and Julian leave. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know who's going to be here in that room, but I, I mean, there's going to be a lot of open playing time. I, Cam thinks Hero Canoe's playing a D tackle, but I, I guess we got to get that in there. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I, I, the wide receivers is probably my, the least of my concerns on the team. Yeah, so I just want to throw that in there. Obviously, I have no worry. I, I just hope that they didn't look at Marv and say they look like super aliens. It's like, okay, we know that. <laughs> like, look at some other guys, and they tell us they're looking freaky. That that that's my only that's my only hope for that. All right, the tight end room. They say gonna... it's insanely deep with real quality. I mean, I hope it's deep enough to get past Farmer Gronk. I would love to see uh, Joe Royer and um, G. Scott get out there and do something other than headbutt someone. Um, I, I, G. Scott was a top 100 wide receiver that we converted to a tight end our tight ends coach says that um our tight ends are receivers that block i mean if we're being honest i would put kate stover as third as far as a receiver on 
our depth chart. Like if we're ranking receivers in our tight end room, I would say Cade is third out of our top three options, maybe even fourth behind Jelani Thurman, who's a true freshman listed at 6'6", 258. So, I mean, that's something to look forward to in the future. That room is insanely deep. So, I mean, great things there. But, I mean, if if we're going to be throwing fades to Kate Stover on fourth and two, it really doesn't matter how deep our room is. Yeah, um, I'm out for doing that, but and then I was at Chris talked about the room yesterday, but this room, this room has the ability to be freaky, man. We get we got some dudes out there, and G Scott, former receiver, should be able to get open against a linebacker at least. Joe Royer, I'm buying all the hype, put my stock in there. I even talked about, I even shared a direct quote on the show Sunday from the tight end coach last season. So make sure you go check that out on Buckeye BS. But Joe Royer is the dude, man. Like Cam said, he's looking freaky. He's out there. You can catch the ball. You see him in the highlights. I think that is the guy to really level up this room. So that gives me excitement for the tight end room. If him and G can come in and actually make an impact, Kate, you know, go block somebody. That's what he wants to do anyway. He don't want to catch the ball. He want to go hit people. So let him do what he wants to do. Let those guys get in there, and we roll him. Okay. So offensive line. Now, this now this is what I did not see coming. Apparently, Zimahalski was running with the ones at offensive tackle. Big deal, not a big deal. Chat, let me know what you're thinking on that one. I think this is just a message. You can't put a you can't put a uh, a transfer in there immediately and ask him to start and just anoint him. But I mean, then you see it on the defensive side of the ball. So I mean, I don't know there. I think it's a message to the rest of the guys on the uh, offensive line. That's one name that we did not hear at all during the spring as a potential starter at right tackle. We hear Tegra Shabola. We hear. Potentially Luke Montgomery, if he's able to make a jump as a true freshman, which would be a huge step. And um, Simmons from uh, San Diego State. So um, I think it's it's good to make these guys work and fight for that position and show them that it's truly a battle there. But I don't I don't think it's going to last. I'm not buying that. Yeah, I'm interested. I don't know if he'll hold down that spot as well. I think I think Simmons coming in, he's gotta he's gotta start somewhere. Like there's no way he's coming in to, to ride the bench. Um, but obviously it's it's a battle. And <clears throat> Zimahoski is a prospect where if you don't remember during the COVID or was it 2021 class? So yeah, during the COVID year, they looked back and they started to see tackles all across the country. He was a guy they identified and was like, oh, we got to break him in. He's freaky. He was going to Louisville. So they brought they brought him in, recruited him, got him. So they, I mean, they like this guy. I'm excited to hear that guys are stepping up and we don't just have like the big, I want, I want to say the big, uh, I don't know, but a clump of like guys who just like can't play and need to move on. So I'm glad to see guys coming out of this show a little bit, getting a rotation because it tells you he is getting better and he is showing the coaches enough to start running with the ones. So that right there is very exciting for me. This tackle room is where my most concern is out of any room on this team is that's the one where I feel like this is the make or break for the natty type season. So hopefully those guys can come together and um, put together a good, a good, um, good offensive line. That way run the ball pass protection as well. So, Hopefully they can put my fears behind. And also they talked about running back room, four to five deep, nothing we don't know. Obviously they're playing well. Travion Henderson running with the ones, as we talked about, getting him in space, all that good stuff. So anything you hear about the running back room, change your mind from yesterday? No. I mean, Travion Henderson's the guy. We know that. We know the room is deep. I mean, we have injury history with Trey and Mayan. So the fact that, 
everyone's looking good. I mean, you hear Ray, uh, you hear Evan Pryor's name come up, which is good to hear that he's healthy and making it now a five-man rotation. So, yeah, I mean, no concerns there at running back. We talked about that yesterday. I think Trey's the guy, and there's plenty of depth behind them, and I think they're going to use it and utilize that and keep Trey healthy early in the season because as much as I'd like to see one of our running backs have a Heisman-like year, I'd rather have them healthy in the game and in the playoff. Yeah, 100% facts. <clears throat> 3K Trey, you already know. Let me get 3K. Let me get 3K Trey in the chat. Go ahead, run that bandwagon up. He's gonna go crazy this season. But yeah, so excited there. So that's most of the notes from camp yesterday. That's all songs only day one. So we'll have more coming to you Monday from over the weekend. But um, while I ask the chat for questions, Ron, you got anything from yesterday you want to touch on that we haven't touched on yet? No. Um, I just uh, a message to Buckeye Nation. Uh, just because we say something that isn't sunshine and rainbows doesn't mean that we hate the team or we hate our coaches. I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's, uh, it's necessary to call out the bullshit that we see and, you know what I mean? Keep them honest. Like, I mean, if people are going to ask them questions after practice, when they see something that looks goofy, we'll fucking raise hell on the timeline if we have to. <laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty much my thing. I, I mean, we want to see a national championship just as much as everyone in the Woody. So, I mean, our criticism isn't coming from a place of malice. We are fans. Yeah, 100% facts. I, I, if anything, I, bro, like I said, I've had questions before, and then they validated me having those questions later. So never a bad thing to have questions. <laughs> you see some odd? Go ahead, call it out, because I think uh, CJ Hicks going to, um, CJ Hicks going to Jag was actually a beat writer question. They're like, Oh shit! Yeah, we maybe should have threw him in there, and then we started hearing about CJ Hicks playing. So you know, never be afraid to have questions. Let me see what we got in the chat. Uh, what's the latest on Ty Leak? Um, yeah, man, I've been hearing nothing but praises for Ty Leak. Him and Mike Hall the entire offseason. Finally, should have been here last year, but it's been getting praised. So those two guys, if I'm gonna let you know right now, if those two guys are healthy. And are not starting together on this defensive line. I have written a van. Whoever wants to jump in with me, we're going to Ohio State Stadium. We're going to the shoe and we raising hell. So Tyleek better be starting. That's my guy. He from down the street, Manassas, Virginia. I can see the school from outside my window. Not really, but we're gonna act like it. Dude can play. So let's go. Oh, he got hurt yesterday. I didn't know. My bad. So, but anyway, I don't care. If he's healthy, he plays, but I'll get that update for you. Yeah, we'll have to uh, tap in with that update tomorrow. Uh, I know we'll have a little pre-show before the KJ announcement. We'll see what information we can gather on that when we hop off the live here this morning. But you hate to hear it, though, so hopefully it is not something long-term and he is able to get back. But, I mean, again, it shows just the importance of uh, the depth that we have there on the interior. And, I mean, I don't know if Cam's still in the live, but I know his guy – Hero Canoe moves into the two deep oh, with man. Ty Leak sitting yeah. out. So we'll have to hear from Cam and get his thoughts on that on Sunday on Buckeye BS at 10 a.m. Anything else, Q? You want to let the people know where they can find you? Um, yeah. Oh, well, first of all, don't forget, go ahead and plug that KJ Bolden because we will be in here tomorrow. To do that first. Yes. So if you want to be in here and watch the KJ Bolden commitment live with us, 
we will be live on the stream tomorrow so make sure you hit that notification make sure that you're subscribed so you know when we go live tomorrow i believe he's committing at 7 30 7 10 something like that we'll be live around seven tomorrow so just keep an eye out for that and uh yeah i mean we had a lot of fun with that uh aaron scott commitment i'm not sure if this one is going to be as fun or as much of a celebration but just know if he does become a buckeye we're gonna be on here partying tomorrow so make sure that you tune in live for that tomorrow the kj bolden commitment and then of course every sunday we're here for buckeye bs with our guys mike and cam yeah 100 but yeah so if you want to find me and now i'm sad because now tyler hurt i didn't even know tyler was hurt man i gotta check my timeline but yeah appreciate y'all for that but um yeah if you want to find me City Boy Quitting on Twitter. So tap in with me there. Find Josh on Instagram. When I'm not here, I also talk movies. So if you mess with movies, minor league films over here on YouTube, we'll talk there. But that's all you got from me. And obviously, can't wait to talk to y'all. Can't wait to see y'all for the KJ Bowling tomorrow. And let's talk some more Buckeye Ball on Sunday. Buckeye BS. Before we get out of here, make sure you guys smash that like button. If you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at 2 underscore T-E-E-S. That's 2Ts on Twitch at 2Ts on TikTok at 2 Shiesty. And make sure you go look at the link in our description and join our Discord. We're going to be doing all kinds of cool things in there. We watch film together. Uh, we have Oxcore battles. We have all kinds of stuff going on in the Discord. A huge Buckeye chat, a Bengals chat, all kinds of good stuff going on in there. So make sure you tap that link in the description and join our discord this year we appreciate you pulling up every morning for the buckeye roast at 8 a.m we will see you next week we'll see you tomorrow we'll see you sunday we're going to see you every day until monday so make sure that you are subscribed and we appreciate you guys for supporting us oh oh i think the response is